Coming up, several teams pick up crucial wins on the road Tuesday. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You are listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us every day to go over all of the action for you from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. We thank you, as always, for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. 32 combined hits between the Blue Jays and the Orioles led to plenty of offense on Tuesday, but Toronto didn't get enough of it to take the victory over Baltimore. Locked On Blue Jays goes over the loss. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays. Ooh, the Toronto Blue Jays opened this nine-game road trip with an absolute dud. Tonight's game, Tuesday night's game at Baltimore, was UGLY. It ain't got no alibi. It was ugly. Wow, wow. It was ugly. That's the obvious bad news. I mean, there was some things in there, right? George Springer had some hits. Dalton Varshow had some hits. Remember, Varshow was 0 for 9 in that previous Baltimore series a few weeks back. So it'd be nice to see him get going. So we'll try to find some glass half full things there, right? A definite glass half full item on the Lockdown Blue Jay podcast is to make sure you tune in tomorrow on Wednesday. That's June 14th. Arm Layton of Just Baseball, an absolute prospects guru. We talk some Toronto Blue Jays on the big league level, yes, but we really dive in. I loved the conversation. A lot of great insight on some farmhands, on some up and coming prospects. In the Toronto Blue Jay organization. I hope to see you tomorrow. The Diamondbacks went into last night's game with the best record in the National League, while the reigning NL champion Phillies have struggled to stay at 500 this year. Our Locked On Local experts tell us what happened when the two teams met in Philly on Tuesday. Well, that is much more like it. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies, and the Phils take down the Arizona Diamondbacks comfortably tonight out in the desert. Listen, the offenses look good this series. Uh, they looked good last night in the loss, uh, even though the pitching didn't really hold up their end of the bargain. But Zach Wheeler, fine start tonight. I mean, the Phillies just jumped on it early. Kyle Schwarber, the leadoff home run, and the Phils were off and running from that point. This team, despite losing 9 nothing to the Dodgers on Saturday despite losing 9 to 8 to the Diamondbacks last night they're just playing much more consistently good baseball you can see that they figured it out they're starting to play like the team we thought they were they're not going to go undefeated the rest of the way but they're going to be a consistently good baseball team who makes up ground in the NL East and the NL wild card and that's why they're still a playoff team and we got some good stuff to talk about we'll talk about it on the next episode of Locked on Phillies the Yankees and Mets renewed the Subway Series rivalry at City field on Tuesday night with the Bronx Bombers narrowly escaping with a one-run win to start the series off. Our Locked On Local experts have more on how the Yankees came out on top. In any other year, the matchup between Luis Severino and Max Scherzer would be must-see TV. But in 2023... That's not the case. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, the host of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Mets 7-6 in the first installment of the Subway Series. And my goodness, Scherzer only lasted three and one-third innings, gave up seven hits, six runs, two home runs, including DJ LeMayhew's first home run in the month of June. Severino didn't fare much better, four and two-third innings, also seven hits, six runs. So yeah, anyone who was thinking it would be a good pitching matchup, (laughs) not so much. Now the Yankees found themselves down 5-1 and then got to Scherzer, went up 6-5, 
Boone leaves Severino in too long. The Mets tie the game. Then the Yankees go ahead 7-6. And the Yankees bullpen closed it down because they're the best bullpen in Major League Baseball. So we'll have everything you need to know about this game on the next Locked on Yankees and a preview of the second and final game from City Field between the Yankees and Mets. Coming up, the Rockies win it in extra innings at Fenway. This is Locked on Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful and it should be easy to do last minute. Game Time does that exact thing just for you. You can get your seat wherever to sports events, theater, concerts, whatever you're looking to do. All you have to do is download the Game Time app, create an account. You can use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, you create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Rockies won a back-and-forth battle of last-place teams with the Red Sox, Colorado, scoring three runs in the 10th to get past Boston. Locked On Rockies recaps that road win. Well, it took until extras again, but the Colorado Rockies hold on and defeat the Boston Red Sox 7-6 to in another thrilling game and two big games for Daniel Bard. He comes into the game in key situations and steps up against his former team, uh, the team where everything kind of fell apart for him, where Daniel Bard had to step away from the game. Instead, he comes and helps the Rockies get two big road wins. The road back to 500 is still a long one, but to go to a place like Fenway Park and take two games, two games where you had uh, kind of have to fight tooth and nail, you had to were up and down as well. Rockies come out on top and uh, get back-to-back wins against a, a Red Sox team that was certainly trying to crawl out of the basement of the AL East. We'll see how the finale goes tomorrow, but big time game for Daniel Bard. And again, late offense, huge for the Rockies. Another big, strong performance in the 10th inning. The Rockies finally getting their first chance at extra innings and doing well. We'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked on Rockies. The Giants dominated the Cardinals last night with an 11-run output in St. Louis. Our Locked on local hosts have the details after an easy win for San Fran. Bad news and good news for the Giants tonight. The bad news being that they lose Mitch Hanniger to a forearm fracture, J.D. Davis to an ankle sprain. The good news being that they thump the Cardinals. They pull three games over 500, and one of their top prospects is almost certain to take Hanniger's spot on the roster. This is Ben Kaspik with the Locked on Giants podcast. Just a ton to break down here. But the most significant piece of news being that Hanniger breaks his forearm hit by a pitch and Luis Matos, who has just been absolutely on fire. And that doesn't even tell the story. A tier above that in AAA at 21 years old, the youngest player in AAA, almost certain to take his spot on the roster and get a good long look here. And so it's bittersweet. You, you hate to lose anybody to an injury, and hopefully J.D. Davis comes out of this okay, but uh, excitement around Matos and excitement around the Giants continuing to play well. So we'll break this one down on an upcoming podcast very soon where it's your team every day. The St. Louis Cardinals get walloped at Bush Stadium by the Giants and have now lost four in a row. Hey, it's J.D. from Locked on Cardinals, and most of the year, starting pitcher Jack Flaherty has flirted with disaster due to the number of walks and hits that he allows. He leads all of baseball in walks. He has the highest whip in the league as well. And although he has shown the ability to weasel his way out of some tough situations, you just knew that sooner or later it was going to bite him right in the behind. And tonight, oh, it got him good. Flaherty throws 101 pitches. He allows six runs on 10 hits. He 
walks three, and does all of that in just four and a third innings. That is not very efficient. Uh, his ugliest game since getting hammered by the Angels back on May the 4th. The offense calls in sick again. Musters just three runs on seven hits, and Wilson Contreras' miserable season hits a new low as his batting average dips below the Mendoza line at 198 after an ugly three strikeout night for the latest updates and info be sure to keep it locked on cardinals the worst record in baseball is on a hot streak the oakland a's winning their sixth game in a row to open the series against the rays on monday our locked on hosts check in as oakland kept that streak going against the best team in baseball last night i don't know how you watch the game that occurred tonight in oakland and decide that this city does not deserve a baseball team. How's it going, everybody? This is Jason Burke of Locked On A's, and this game was just amazing. The A's won two to one. They've won seven in a row. The last two coming against the best team in baseball. The A's are no longer the worst team in baseball this season, let alone of all time. Uh, just crazy what seven straight wins can do for you. But this atmosphere was electric all night long. It started in the parking lot three hours before the game started. Uh, this game was amazing. This is a top five baseball moment in Coliseum history, at least of games that I've been to. It was a lot of fun. Fans were very loud. The, the key moment for me, the big takeaway, was at the beginning of the fifth inning, uh, fans staged a silent protest for the first batter of the top of the uh, fifth inning. And uh, it was pretty quiet. There was some there was some people talking, mostly quiet. And then after uh, a, a leadoff double given up, uh, it, everything went haywire and just sell the team chance echoed that pitcher Hogan Harris thought that his pitch comm was broken because it got too loud at the Coliseum it it was a scene check it out on Instagram or check it out on social media wherever you like to find social media clubs because that that's the one that sticks with me right now that that made tonight a top five night in Oakland A's history hopefully there's more of these games to come but uh, for now that's all that I got for you guys uh, tune into Locked on A's I'll have a full breakdown of the action and just uh, everything that I heard and everything that uh, you know I saw today at the Coliseum on Locked on A's. The Guardians and Padres met on Tuesday with the same record, but in very different situations. Cleveland is within two games of the division lead, while San Diego struggles to stay relevant in the NL West. Our Locked On Local experts recap the matchup between the two teams that desperately needed a win. I just want one extended run of dominance. <laughs> Too much to ask, uh, especially after a day off. All the good vibes you got coming in, and then you lose this one. And it starts off pretty terrible from the start. Uh, two walks and then a three-run home run. Uh, Cleveland would eventually get three of their own on the board, but uh, another home run from Bybee. And then just chipping away, he ends up going four, uh, six earned runs. Not his best start. Uh, it's two out of three where he hasn't had his top command. Uh, in between was one of maybe his best start of the year. So uh, he is still out there being a fantastic pitcher. Let's not focus on the negatives there. Josh Bell went deep. Nice to see power more emerging from him. Uh, I'm going to have some rants on this one. Uh, reverse platoon splits are a thing, and I wish this organization realized that. This is two years in a row of refusing to do that. If you want to know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, make sure to check out Lockdown Guardians after a bit of a bummer loss for a team that had them playing super well. A rain delay got things started late between the Cubs and Pirates in Chicago, but it wasn't enough to cool off the bats in the NL Central battle. More from our local host after the final from Wrigley. Cubs blow out the Pirates today 11-3. to 
Uh, very nice win, and a win that was a little bit closer than the final score indicated. The Cubs were tied with the Pirates heading into the bottom of the sixth when Matt Mervis broke that scoreless tie with a clutch base hit. Then in the seventh inning, they broke it open. Uh, Jan Gomes with a big two-run single, and then Christopher Morrell hit a three-run home run to really put an exclamation point on it. Jamison Tyone was just good enough to win, and the Cubs got a must, much-needed win uh, against the Pirates. They have two more opportunities this week at home. If they can win both of them, they'll at least throw their hat in that NL Central mess and be right back in it. But for now, they're still five and a half out. But a good start to a crucial homestand for the Cubs. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Angels scored three runs in the top of the ninth inning to remove all doubts in their win over the Rangers on Tuesday. Locked On Angels recaps an L.A. win over the AL West leaders. The Angels have taken the first two games against the Texas Rangers in this four-game set, and they're eight for their last nine games. What's going on, everybody? It's John Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. Hey, in this one on Tuesday night, Jaime Berea did not have his best stuff. He had struggled against Corey Seager and Nathaniel Lowe, who went six for six against him. They were the ones who gave him the three runs on his ERA. Uh, he only went four and a third innings, but the rest of the bullpen, Herget, Loop, Jose Soriano, Jacob Webb, Carlos Estevez came in, locked it down for the rest of the way. Zero runs. Carlos Estevez gets his 18th save in a row. Hunter Renfro hits a go-ahead two-run home run. Zach Neto pours on the offense with a two-run home run of his own. Shohei Otani gets into scoring position with a stolen base. Brandon Drury drives him in, and the Angels win this one 7-3. Mike and I are going to recap this one on Lockdown Angels. We hope you'll join us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Welcome to the big leagues, Owen White. <laughs> Sorry it wasn't a better Major League debut. The Rangers lose 7-3 to the Angels, lost their third straight, and have their second longest losing streak of the season. I'm Bryce Paddock host of the Locked On Rangers podcast. This was a rough one for the Rangers, who really were were pretty much cruising in this one until some bad defense and some misplays and some uncharacteristic mistakes by the Rangers sink them yet again. Owen White looks really solid in the first couple innings of his debut, but things just kind of got to him. He struck out the first batter that he faced. Um, looked, looked very much ready for the big leagues. Cody Bradford was solid. His four and a third innings of work, just one run allowed. And, and big offensive days for Corey Seager and Nathaniel Lowe, who both had three hits and a home run in this one, but the Rangers just weren't able to do enough and the Rangers gave up three runs at the top of the ninth inning, just not a lot of hitting with runners in scoring position like the Rangers have done all season. Eventually, the magic wears out, but still, losing this fashion is really frustrating. The Reds scored all of their five runs yesterday in the second inning, just enough to beat the Royals in Kansas City. Locked on Reds recaps since he's win. 21 in a row for Alexis Diaz. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast. And Alexis Diaz has 21 saves in a row after completing the save on Tuesday night against the Kansas City Royals. Reds win 5-4. to four. The 21 saves in a row is the second longest streak among active relief pitchers in the major leagues. The only guy that's got more... Alexis Diaz's older brother, Edwin Diaz, who's currently on the injured list. So Diaz has a shot to pass his brother at some point during this season. But the Reds play a, a very strange, frustrating game. They get all of their runs in the second inning. The bats go to sleep. I mean, they had some hard-hit balls that just fell into Kansas City gloves and things like that. But for the most part, when the Reds were up to bat, it was kind of a frustrating night. But the bullpen, they did it again. 
The Astros able to beat the Nationals last night, led by four solo home runs in a team effort on offense. Locked on Astros has more after the win for Houston. Hey, the race wheelhouse here with Locked on Astros and the Astros unleash the beast in the late innings. Fifth, seventh, and eighth inning. They scored two runs in each of those. Gives them six. And they back up Hunter Brown. Seven solid innings. Four strikeouts. He did have three walks. A little bit of command issues early on, but worked through them. His defense backed him up. Mauricio Dubon went long. McCormick, Maldonado, as well Kyle Tucker. And you had some milestones. Jose Altuve got his 1,000th run. You got Jose Abreu got his 1,500th career hit. And Martin Maldonado hit his 100th career home run. So this team came back in good fashion. 6-1 to victory over the Nationals. The Rangers also lost. So they are now three and a half back of the Texas Rangers. Looking to inch closer and take advantage of the just struggling nationals. Stay tuned into Locked on Astros. Remember, we're your team every day. Go Strohs. The White Sox hope to take advantage of a struggling Dodgers team this week as LA has lost three straight series going into their games with Chicago. Locked on White Sox takes us through the series opener in California. The Chicago White Sox lost to the Los Angeles Dodgers 5-1 to on Tuesday night. Hey, I'm Nick Murawski from Locked on White Sox. Sox starter Lance Lynn gave up four uh, four runs in the first inning. Uh, he went five innings in total. Uh, another rough outing for Lance Lynn, but Sox offense nowhere to be found. Only three hits in the entire game. Uh, Sox fall now to 10 games under 500, five and a half games back. Uh, in the very forgiving AL Central, uh, Sacks try again on Wednesday night. Mike Clevenger on the hill against Clayton Kershaw. For more, check out the Lockdown White Sacks podcast. That's it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. As always, we thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.